following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What up, biatches? You don't, you don't say that. You don't say that. Welcome back to the Boundless Pod Traps Movie Review Podcast. I'm John Marshall. We have Justin Milani. Yo, yo. We have Lonnie sitting over there. Uh, uh, Where is uh, the guy next to you? Oh, he's, Slacker. he's enjoying his uh, birthday off. Today's his birthday. So, happy birthday. Do we sing Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! No. You can't get on us because uh, we did say it. Today is your birthday. Well, well upon I send the him release a text this, every year of the exact same thing. I send him a, a nude. I just send him like a small piece of a headstone. So when he actually gets closer to death, it'll form the <laughs> form whole thing. Form the whole thing? Yeah. I actually like that. Like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. It's like a, an advent calendar of his death. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> With no candy. Unless you put candy. The candy's for us. Oh, yeah. So, how you guys been? Not too bad. Good, not too bad. Good, good, good. good, good. good. Staying it's good busy. to have you back in the studio Yeah, not choppy. Yeah, Your audio I, is so much better I right now. I would say sorry, but I'm really <laughs> not. I had a fucking great time being off. It was better when you switched to your phone, but... Not much, though. No, like, you I could mean, hear me, but I couldn't hear you. I listened to that episode. <laughs> it was fucking garbage. But the movie was fucking garbage, so... The movie was I awesome. didn't miss much. <laughs> we, we actually had a review from... You only heard every third word, right? Yeah, and it wasn't much better here than the other two. <laughs> I do have a movie review from that last one. Uh, we got Lemonhead, our one race. He says, greetings, fellas. Is he from fellas. the uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? <laughs> yes. We'll go, we'll go with Mighty it. Morphin Boss Tones. He says, uh, uh, for Prey, I guess more of a segment, but also with Prey. Greetings, fellas. To Catch a Predator was an excellent episode. I thought I was up on my Predator, the Yaucha, but Justin enlightened me to a lot. Makes me want to go back and rewatch them all. Thanks for the entertaining. Love you guys. Keep ascending. Justin is the best. Uh, I don't think it said that last part. It's for, oh man, I did. I think I, that comes up on your your computer. Like that's a sticky note. Oh, it's my affirmations. Yeah. I gotta yeah, look at myself daily, be like, I am the best. Pep talk. I yeah. am a strong and beautiful woman. Yeah. I do not need a man to run my life. <laughs> yeah. While you guys were doing that, I was. I was in Chicago seeing uh, Chicago, the Misfits. Oh. I, uh, Is that why you're wearing that shirt today? No, it's, it was on top of the laundry. Fair enough. But I recently what? got a, exposed to a band called the Smith Fits. Are you familiar with them? I No. They do a mash of the Smiths and the Misfits. That, it sounds pretty That would be cool. fun, yeah. <laughs> I've heard of the Misfats. <laughs> where they do, they do like misfits covers, but they turn them into like fat shaming. It's very funny being a portly man, but I can see how it would be offensive. But while I was in Chicago, I met a couple of guys who have a podcast called The Horror Show. Super 
Amazing. Horror. The horror. Oh, okay. Yes. They 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 Just don't need, clarify. They don't need the plug from our like seventeen listeners, but it is a fan fucking tastic <laughs> podcast. I love it. Hey, I've been a fan 18. of it for years, but it's funny as fuck. Interesting. <laughs> Do we want to move this into the movie part? Sure. Save all this other stuff for next week when we open that. Yeah. We just wanted to say happy birthday to the Jeremy first off. Happy birthday! But he, he is legitimately space. not here. He he is, is, no, he's not he's here. He's not in the studio tonight. He will be with us for the main podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Pimpin' is not easy. A Halloween-themed main podcast. So. Yeah, and that was that's a thing I do have to, to One say. One of his hoes is giving him lips. So. At, the, at the beginning. Does it work if you do it? It doesn't work when I do it. Oh. At the beginning of this podcast, I do have to say, John, how dare you on the go-home episode of the Halloween you did not pick a scary movie is beyond me. I would have thrown more I of know. a fit, but I didn't know. I literally could not hear what movie you picked. I didn't last really episode. think about it until, you know, like last week. I was like, man, I probably should have picked. When you, I well, did, I wanted to do it, but we know how that's going to go. I would have been fine. He's not even fucking here. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a valid point, actually. <laughs> um, but I, I legitimately did this not know. This would have been a, the first BPT rating of 10. <laughs> I legitimately not know what we were watching until I listened to the episode because I was too embarrassed to say what was that when you announced what we were. I like listening. how I put it in our group message and then you asked again two sentences that later. Was being, that was me being a smartass. I was like, I, I specifically did this message so, to remind everybody what movie it was. So speaking of movie reviews, <laughs> the movie we're going to review today is 2016's. The nice guys. Nice. 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 So let me go get me. I totally had the synopsis pulled up and then I got distracted by other things. The Internet Movie Database says, in 1970s Los Angeles, a mismatched pair of private eyes investigate a missing girl and a mysterious death of a porn star. Basically. Nice. So written and directed by Shane Black, for those who are not familiar with Shane Black, it actually ties into our last movie review because he didn't necessarily direct Prey or write Prey, but he did write 2017's Predator movie, which was... A handoff. A handjob. Yeah. Hand <laughs> He's also responsible for Iron Man 3. He's also the writer for The Lethal Weapon. He basically created the characters for Lethal Weapon, so... When I saw that he was attached to this, you know, director-wise, he's kind of 50-50 for me, you know. But writing-wise, he does pretty good characters. Plus, I'm on board. It's starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. To be honest, I'm not the biggest Russell Crowe fan in the world. No. He has he's maybe, hit or miss. Yeah, he's definitely hit or miss. But I really enjoyed him in this movie. Uh, Lonnie, since you, uh, we can hear you this time. Do you want to start off with your rating? Yeah. And then we'll get into it. You know, and I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna put this out there. I am not a fan of action movies, and I've said this numerous times throughout the years. So I went in with the perception that I wasn't gonna like this movie, mm -hmm. but I think this movie was more comedy than action. Like the last last third of this movie was very action based. Well, you didn't really hear it during the last podcast, but I go, "Do you want an action comedy or do you want an action drama?" No, I heard that, <laughs> okay. and I was screaming, "No action comedy!" But I think he said comedy, and we're like, "Yeah." We couldn't hear one? what he was saying. Let's <laughs> yeah, be yeah, he did say comedy, and we're like, "Did it cut out?" And he's just saying, comedy. "No, I was just saying, yeah." But so the but the the first two stanzas of this movie 
I thought were super funny. Like, and they weren't like slapstick in your face humor. They were just like little nuggets of humor. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Ryan Gosling was that funny. He had little things that were, weren't like over the top humorous, but they were just perfectly timed, funny little bits. You didn't like his humor in Hercules? Young Hercules? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> The fact that he was in Young Hercules was funny to me. What about um, Crazy Stupid Love? Never seen it. Oh, my God. That's going to be my next movie. <laughs> Notebook. <laughs> Great movie. What do you want from me? <laughs> anyway. um, but uh, his dynamic with Russell Crowe, like the kind of high key and the kind of low vibe they had together was great. The fact that he was able to raise a daughter was amazing, I think, of a task on its own. Him playing like a scumball 70s guy with his like squeaky clean attitude persona, I think was such a off pace of his norm was kind of great. Movie had some flaws in my mind, but like I said, I don't like action movies. So I was kind of not really digging it, but all in all, I thought it was better than better than bad. So I'd give it a seven. Justin, how about you? Yeah, I watched this, what, four weeks ago? Pretty much the week after last gathering oh, or Somebody so. has time. I know. <laughs> I usually try to get these out of the way, and, and I feel like I should have had a second watch. Thing is, is like when it comes to like writers of movies, it's only recently in like the last five, maybe ten years that I kind of get more into like the writer aspect. I'm like, that's, that's who did that. So placing Shane Black into like a box or whatever, like, oh, he's responsible for all this and this. Yeah. I feel like... The writing is very different than a lot of the other stuff that he's done, you know, especially like with Predator. Uh, he does have a way of like a call and response or so, like having something build and build, maybe a little bit of misdirection and then top it off. It's like, whoa. So he continues the anticipation a little bit. Like you're not necessarily getting directly to the point. And sometimes you are, and it's kind of an unexpected. I really like his writing. I didn't realize how much of a fan of his I am. He also uh, had a co-writer on this, Anthony Bagarazzi, or whatever. That's his 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 actual first writing credit. So I don't know how much influence he had in the script itself, but I know Shane Black's was pretty evident. I compare it to like the Lethal Weapon, right? Obviously, characters, and I love a lot of the Lethal Weapon stuff, or even like the stuff that comes from or off of Lethal Weapon, Naked Gun, or stuff like that. But to go back into what the time period is. What was it like? Seventies, yeah. And fascinating little setting. It, it, it makes you feel like it's there. The, the color grading of this, I feel, is there's a sense of vibrancy and blandness at the same time to kind of like fit the feel. I love that part. Yeah, I feel like that's just the seventies in general. <laughs> like there's like color, but there's also bland, and right? Right. And a lot of browns and tans Ryan, and. Ryan and Russell Crowe, Russell Crow, yeah. I feel like they played off well with each other. Again, I'm also not like a big Russell Crowe fan, and I also wasn't a big Ryan Gosling. I'm not a diehard Gosling fan, but I do appreciate his work. Like, he does some amazing work. I am like a Gladiator fan, so I do like Russell Crowe more so. Gladiator. Gladiator. I don't know why I said it like that, but I know. <laughs> I'll just take a win with that. Um <laughs> His daughter definitely steals the movie. Yeah, she's I would great. say, yeah. uh, great chops for for her. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's more I could say to that, but I'm pretty. Well, I mean, sure we'll I'll, get into it, but yeah. we're, this is just the rating part. <laughs> yeah. I will have to give it because I like action. 
I was satiated with the amount of action that this has, even though it's kind of light. Some of the action is more like playing off of each other violently. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty fun. Some of the usage of the elements around, like I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan mm -hmm. and the stuff that he thinks of ball on the spot, like he uses his environment to his uh, ability, the way that Russell Crowe was able to do such and Ryan Gosling even, you know, and some of the, like the, like that, a uh, hot tub fight. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Right. Or even the gun, the, the shootout inside the, his office. Oh yeah. I, I really liked a lot of that. I'm like, whoa, look at Russell Crowe do like front flips and stuff. <laughs> Even though it wasn't. I like when he dove through the window yeah. and he hits the table when he comes in. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all, all together, I would have to give it an 8.5. Oh, nice. That's a high rating for you. I know. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to bring up this movie is I am a big fan of Ryan Gosling, but I'm also not a huge fan of Russell Crowe. You know, hit or miss with me. So I thought that was a nice mix. It was like one of my favorite actors, one of my non-favorite actors. This also came out around the same time as Inherit Vice. I don't know if you guys have seen that. No. With Joaquin Phoenix and Josh Brolin. It's it's similar concept. It's the one a, who was in Gladiator? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, it's, a, it's also in the 1970s. It's about a private investigator investigating the missing ex-girlfriend kind of thing. So like I just saw Inherit Vice, loved it, and I was like, okay, is this going to be similar but it wasn't this one's more geared toward the comedy side which i really enjoyed i i i don't know there's some quotes in there we'll get into later but basically all that you said too like the 70s vibe to it um the comedy like you lonnie said like ryan gosling's comedy was just like just enough to be you know almost perfect but not perfect it was like yeah. it worked for each scene in itself and um, like he almost was too much right but like it it was his, just there. Yeah, just His there. mannerisms is what sold me. Yeah, oh, like, 100%. 100%. <laughs> like and this is totally different than a Ryan Gosling characters in most of his movies. You right. know, most of the time he's the badass and the, the suave, you know, the suave yeah. sophisticated, you know right. what I mean? And this one, he's, he's kind of just a bumbling idiot. Yeah, yeah he's a you know? And I, I just love that about him. So I am going to give this the same as Justin, an 8.5 as well. It was high up there. It made my top 25 movies of 2010s so that, on the list. I that think gives it was like us, number 17. Yeah, that gives the BPT rating of 8. You guys want to see my dick? <laughs> Nobody wants to see your dick, dude. <laughs> 20 bucks? 20 bu I already gave you 20 bucks. Wait, what am I saying? There's whores and stuff. Don't say and stuff. Don't say it's just say there's whores. <laughs> there's whores. That was a running joke in that, and it was it, it was is at the right time. <laughs> he did butt stuff and stuff, <laughs> anal and don't stuff. Don't just say, say anal. Just say anal. <laughs> I think that was one of my favorite lines. You know who else was following orders? Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, what was we'll do the, the, the standout scene? Yeah. Let's, what was your favorite scene? In my scene? standout scene is the bathroom part where. Ryan Gosling is on the toilet and especially oh. the, what I'm saying, like going with like the mannerisms and stuff like that. He's so, I feel like, I don't know. Is it orchestrated? Is it like choreographed or so like him trying to open the door and like pull up his pants and hide his junk at the same time? Like there's so many <laughs> drops of cigarette. Yeah. In <laughs> it's like, he's yeah, he's such a klutz with everything and like how serious he is for it. Or even like when he's getting the shit, I love that game, you know, like getting his face punched in. Yeah. yeah. At the very beginning, the yeah. first introduction. He breaks his arm. <laughs> All right, now this is going to hurt. <laughs> you just sold out your, your client like that? <laughs> I like how he's also like, so he's a bumbling idiot, but he's kind of a skis too. Cause he's yeah, like, for sure. 
you know, but he's I'll honest. charge you this much, and then you wait a couple days, and we're like, I'm on to something, but it's going to take this much more money, you know, and right. <laughs> Russell Crowe's character's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> and I like how he always fell off things, yeah. like, when he fell down the hill or, like, fell off the hotel, he's like, maybe that's my thing, I'm, I think I'm invincible. <laughs> <laughs> Super funny, though. What was your favorite scene? My favorite scene is when uh, Russell Crowe finds him at the bar. He's like, why are you wet? I had to <laughs> interview the mermaids. <laughs> what were you doing while I was working? It, it, I think that whole, that whole at that party is probably one of my favorite scenes. There's just so much going on. Like the van hits that dude at the end. You know, <laughs> it's just blue faces they kept calling him. Some of my best or my favorite movies are the ones that have so much stuff going on in the background. Or yes, if you right. watch it again and you have to catch it, it's like it's a new experience for you. It's yeah. like, holy shit, they were doing that the whole time. I didn't even catch that. Right. So, yeah, uh, him in the fish tank while other stuff is happening on the foreground, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and he's trying to t- chase the mermaid. It's like, what are you going to hear? Like, how are you going to? Or in the background, or, yeah. like when he when Russell Crowe set that drink on that lady, thinking it was a table or whatever. Like another guy yeah. does that later in the background. <laughs> like, he's oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know this was uh, actually supposed to be a TV series? But they retooled it to a film because the plot was basically going nowhere, they said. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like at the end, it kind of, you're like, I feel like, I feel like Shane started this, you know? And then he got to a certain point and he's like, I didn't write an ending for this movie. <laughs> and so then you have, um, what's her face? Misty? Kate, Margaret? Kim Basinger. Oh. Her oh, mom, yeah. basically. Amelia's mom. Just like be this super shitty person out of nowhere. Yeah. I felt like that was, was kind of a MacGuffin, right? I a hundred percent, and I think that's like they didn't have an ending, so they kind of fit her in to be the MacGuffin. Yeah, to kind of further was, the plot. A I think bit. it was kind of one of those like let's make a quick jab at the mm-hmm. government. That right, they're they're bad. You have to throw a little politic jab. Yeah, in there, you know, in the, in the you know Ford the car companies right. back in the seventies. Uh, you know Detroit killed my daughter that was kind of like a throwback to la confidential if you guys were familiar with that one because russell crowe was also in that one with kim bassinger and like he went up to interview her at the diner and she says a line in there like you're the diner guy and that's yeah yeah that was pretty cool I Uh, i mentioned this before we got started like what type of magazine do i have to read to make a fucking hot girl drive through my house and then die naked in my backyard Topless. Like, topless. Why yeah. was she topless? Completely but, naked. Yeah, no, like that like, dress why is she in the car? blew the fuck up. I like, well, yeah. And the way that she lands on this rock or so is pretty much exact yeah, to her centerfold. Like, yeah. Erotically uh, s- spread out like a slutty chicken. And it was, it was slutty good. Slutty chicken. But like, so the movie starts off, the little boys has to go into his parents' room to grab the one magazine that's underneath the parents' bed. I'm like, who? Cavalier. His dad's magazine, you know? Yeah, my, my dad always had magazines, like, in the bathroom underneath the towels or in the attic, you know, in some boxes in the... My dad had them under the bed. He had them in the basement. I, there was porn all over my house. It probably still is. <laughs> I, I think he... T- underneath the... T- t- under the, the coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> my, the house that I grew up on... Behind the biscuit. Above the light in the garage. It, it used to be, like, a, like a World War II house or something like that. Like, I guess soldiers used to live there Jericho. at one point. Oh, just jerk yeah. They had like one of those. I pulled out the fourth encyclopedia. What are those? What are those things? Like, Nobody reads V. The uh, the kitchen little thing where you can like trolley oh, up like the dumb waiter. Dumb waiter. Dumb waiter. I'm like there was magazines in there. Had like, taped on the bottom of the dumb waiter and the top. <laughs> but the back of the dumb waiter. That's where the good shit was. Uh, 
don't let it fall. Then all the magazines fall. It's like, it's a fucking, you know, confetti of <laughs> porn everywhere. This is my problem, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. It's a carpal tunnel. I know where it came from. These episodes are very therapeutic for me, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what usually, else do you need to get I usually have to pay $75 for this. <laughs> All it took was watching the nice guys in a porno being found in a... <laughs> that was... That's when I knew... So the opening scene is when I knew, like, okay, this is going to be a little bit of a different movie. A car crashes with a hot, naked chick. And, right. You know, and I was like, okay. I didn't really know what to expect going into this, but I was definitely pleasantly surprised right my thing is it's like the car goes through <laughs> the boy ends up going all the way outside but the parents like they yeah, never woke up how like, fucking heavy of a sleeper are yeah. you <laughs> right and two like Benadryl. how bad do you want to see a lady naked to be willing to go out to an on fire car like the gas tank is on know, fire I'd, I'd be pretty it's curious like tits too, are explosion <laughs> tits well it is explosion. fire <laughs> it's like it's worth it explosions you should follow the tits Tits and explosions. That's like a Michael Bay movie. He only covered up the breast, though. I don't left her face uncovered. Well, did he cover the boob? <laughs> face. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me? <laughs> he threw his he threw his shirt over her face. Left her boobs uncovered. What about her? Vag- <laughs> <laughs> That was actually a nice timing on that. What about her snatch? Though? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have still got it. <laughs> the, the effects aren't coming in on that my needs phone, to, so... <laughs> that needs to air out. Anyways, equanimity. <laughs> the quality of being calm and even-tempered. Isn't that the word you learned in the movie? Yes. <laughs> it's like word of the day calendar or whatever. I did like his... <laughs> he's, he is very composed in pretty much everything, even in the action sequences. It's like, I like his... I'm going to fuck you up. You're going to get fucked up. And then we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to be cool after this. What did the like, lady say to him? I fucked your dad or. <sighs> Which part? When, the, when he's, when he's talking wife. about it, staying calm under pressure. And she's like, I fucked your dad or. Oh, oh, the, that little. Yeah. Two minute. Where he's like, second he flashback like or dumps his glass forward on her. Yeah. It was something. It was like, so fucking out of the blue. It's yeah. like, it was like a family guy moment with their. Yeah. Their placements of. I mean, like, it, it just kind of a, a foreshadowing or, I guess, pre-shadowing of, of events that happened, which made him this distilled person, more yeah. hardened. It's like that absurdist humor that's like, why was that there? Doesn't fucking matter. It's there it and it. it's funny. I think it moves it instead of, it I mean, like. The, yeah. Just a subtle backstory. Right. Why he's the way he is. Just. You don't need. I mean, like that pretty full, much sums it up right there. Yeah, you don't need a full ex- <laughs> explanation. You just need, like, a little. A memory or something like that. Oh, you know, it's like I a, do wish they explored more of Ryan Gosling's backstory a little bit with the wife dying. And so, I mean, they kind of mentioned it with the fire and, right. you know, because he can't smell, which is just like the most <laughs> that was, random. Yeah, that was just a quick like, got hit in the head, can't yeah, smell. Yeah, can't smell. And then, you know, 45 minutes later, oh, yeah, the house blew up because he couldn't smell gas. <laughs> like, what? All right, MacGuffin again. <laughs> Glad we threw that in there right. randomly. I think one another one of the physical comedies or comedic parts with Ryan Gosling is like when he's shaving with like the electric shaver and like it snags him. I always seem, seem to get that same thing. I'm like, ah, fucking electric yes. shavers, man. I don't know how people can do like the, the razors with like the, I have to make sure mine's know, fully charged. Some of them have like the vibrating razors. It's like, that's on your neck though. Is it, does it uh, work? It's hard. Very hard. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a lot of blood. I was just thinking about shaving and cutting myself. 
the uh, nick my balls too. Speaking of cutting yourself, the handkerchief part where he grabs his <laughs> so <ass>. funny. <laughs> Punches oh, through the window. Oh, God. Oh, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> that's a lot of blood. <laughs> in the ambulance. It it oh, my God. I are forgot you, about that. That's another part where I'm like, okay, what is this movie? Are you looking for Jesus, son? I'm looking for Amelia. <laughs> I'm looking for Amelia. When he's drunk at that party, too, he's like, my name's Amelia. And then, he, like, that whole sentence is just funny. I kind of want to make that my voice. Lo- are you me? If, if, me? If, if you find me, let, you, let her know. Me, let me, let her, let her know my name or something like that. So this was supposed to be around the time when Tim Allen and Richard Lewis was doing their stand-ups on October 26th. Uh, pretty much right after that is when Tim Allen did some time for, was it like drunken stuff? I, I thought he had like he, he was in drugs or something like he possibly. was like distributing something. He was, I think he went to <laughs> I like jail the twice. Instead of the tool man, all Tim have, Allen? Tim Allen, yeah. yeah. Tim tool man, like which is... I'm actually watching Home Improvement on Hulu right now as my background, like, go-to-bed show. I love that show. Aww. And I'm starting to wonder, well, real quick, this is off-topic, but my humor 100% comes from me watching Frasier and Home Improvement. Like, my sarcastic, snappy, witty humor comes oh, from that. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, no wonder I'm the way I am. But J- anyway. Beautiful JDT. Beautiful JDT. What about, uh, what's his name? Brad. Forgot his name, too. <laughs> you remind me of a Brad. Me, Chad. A Brad? Yeah. What was his Is name? that why they got the, he was the in a, nickname Chad for douchebags? Was because his name was Brad. Maybe. What was his name? It's the, driving me nuts now. The, the older oldest, brother was yeah. Brad. Yeah, but what's like his real name? Zachary Ty Bryan. There he is. It came to me. You're, and the other one had a thir- three names too. Is like Taylor Nolan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and uh, yeah. he didn't want to be outed for only having a two V. <laughs> yeah, he had to like make it. Taryn had, Noah Smith. He had four names. Nobody wants to see Michael, dick, dude. Michael Robert. Taryn Noah Smith, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and Zachary Ty Bryan. Like, could you get any and, more names in that their, show? Their fourth brother, William Michael Johnson the Fourteenth. <laughs> Patricia Earl Hindman, R.I.P. So the anyway, one of the parts were off topic. But. Russell Crowe goes into like the porn shop to get some info on some stuff. I liked how that was kind of a throwback to another one of Shane Black's movies with a kiss, kiss, bang, bang. But there's a porno played called Bang, Bang, Kiss, Kiss. It's kind of like a joke to his right. to that earlier movie. His Shane Black's best movie is one of my favorite oh. movies with Monster Squad. Coincidentally enough, his son Jack Kilmer plays Shet, the boy who shows them the burnt house. Mm. That's his son? Yeah. The that's penis? Jack oh, Kilmer's no, the son. penis one is the one that rides by on a motorcycle. You want to see my dick? No one wants to see your dick, dude. $20? I already gave you $20. (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. This was an interesting role for Robert Downey Jr. as well. Go on. As Sid Shattuck. Shattuck? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he just the dead body? He was just the dead body. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Man. But I mean, like, to to get RDJ in the prime of his career. Well, that was right after they did Iron Man 3. And one of the guys who's always owed him a favor. So invested in, like, his craft and how he's going to develop a character and all this. Amazing actor, like amazing dead body. <laughs> and the way he found that dead body, <laughs> like he's just lighting a cigarette and then he just happens to turn. That's, I think the way that they that's dispose one of, those of it is things. probably one of my. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they got to get rid of the dead body. <laughs> <and they throw laughs> just it just falls on a table of other people having like a dinner or part, a wedding or something. Yeah, it was like a bunch of Asians <laughs> doing something. And that's one of those points where it's like <laughs> Ryan Gosling went a little too far with the acting, like his flailing trying to get the there attention. There were a few times like, like where he was like, okay. Ah! He did that a couple of times. 
It was like when Amelia was in the closet. He was like, ah! It's like, what the fuck are you doing? I like when he calls for the gun and he throws it to him and it goes right out the window. <laughs> yeah. There's just subtle comedy in this. Yeah. There's just like perfect. It like, really drives it along. And I yeah. believe that all this stuff could happen right. in right. these situations. That was the best part of it. What, that's what I like about this movie, though, is because like if you look at other movies where it's like, throw me the gun, and then they land, you know, it, they grab <laughs> it perfectly. Perfectly, yeah. Finger on the trigger and yeah. everything. It's like, this isn't one of those movies. This is more real right. life. Well, this is so what happens like, if oh. these things actually right. happen. So it's funnier when, it, when real life stuff falling happens. out of the hotel right. into the pool. Well, I think that where, he's, where he falls out the window and is laying in the woods and he sees Amelia and he's like, hey, don't be scared. I'm just looking for <laughs> my gun. I'm just looking for my gun. <laughs> oh, here it is. I found it. <laughs> so speaking of Gladiator. Uh, <laughs> the question of the mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were you doing while I was working? <laughs> I love it. Russell Crowe played uh, Maximus in Gladiator. Gladiator. So he was able to reprise his choreography, the same choreography he did when like he punched out the uh, the black dude at the pool. So that was like his same exact choreography. Nice. The three. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. That is pretty cool. Aren't you supposed to be at Jessica's? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mister March. My sister had a boy over. You're such a such a slut. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So the standout scene, another standout scene. <laughs> the, oh, he's got another. Yes. The killer bee scene. The, <laughs> where he's sleeping? Yeah. So the hallucination. And then, like, I like how they tie that back. with. <laughs> it's like, why would you? Everything he hallucinated was not real. So at the very end, when he tries to do, like, a saving grace and go for, like, the ankle gun. The ankle gun. That he like, hallucinated. <laughs> Did I hallucinate that? <laughs> Yeah, all the pollution in there. Bees are really driving around in cars now. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that scene until I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, oh I yeah. forgot about this scene. <laughs> so they're driving along and then, uh, why was he hallucinating? He fell asleep. He was, fell oh, asleep he at fell the asleep. wheel because he's a you. drunk. Yes, yes, okay. Just take your hands off. It drives itself. <laughs> what did that start oh, doing? Wow. It's standard now. <laughs> Oh wow! Or the the subtle back away when like the hitman's taking out the bodyguards and stuff, and they're like, "Nope." <laughs> oh, yeah, when they get off the elevator, yeah. and then and you see on the, the one fly through one the window. Through the window, right? <laughs> and then Amelia, where did she come from? What story did she come from when she dropped on the car? Right, and shoots him, oh. and then just fucking dies. Shoots him. Well, she shoots. By the way, how many windshields were damaged in this movie? Like, all of them. All yeah. that is correct. <laughs> Safe light had. Like was on contract for that movie. They were so happy. Her death is actually. I thought that was pretty funny. Like she's avoided all these scenes, and then like she just walks up to this car and gets shot, and that's it. Yeah. If you blink, you literally miss that. You're like, oh shit, when did she die? No, she's walked up to the car. I think the other chick had a very unclimactic death <laughs> when she slipped on the coffee and just oh, banged yeah. her head and you know cracked her head. That's very Shane Blackie too. Yeah. I like uh, you think it's actually it's more. I think of, have you guys seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Yes. No, like the end things where just like everything's falling apart for yeah. that. I mean, that's a great scene, but you haven't seen that movie? I haven't. It's a fantastic I've been trying to check it out. It's one of my favorites of Tarantino, for sure. It's I, long. I think every time you bring it up, it just puts it back on my mental burner. A lot of people don't like it just because they expected it to be a certain way and Tarantino said, fuck you, I'm going to have no, it this way. Is, is that's this what I like history. about Tarantino. Tarantino does alt history all the time. And that's what I also don't like about 
critics is because it's like well that's that's art you're trying to change the art it's like he wants to see it this way most of it is true in this fashion although it kind of pokes fun of like bruce lee in that you know one scene or whatever it's like bruce lee was he did have a bit of an ego but he was still one of my the people his family loved that scene yeah they were like yeah "Yeah, it's fine like he was allowed to have an ego because he was that fucking good speaking of dragon in this movie that dragon at the gateway that wasn't there until 2001 where they're in the uh, Chinatown area. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. Like, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't made in there. So, like, Pac Man, 911 wasn't even an operating phone number until afterwards. Uh, oh, I didn't know that, actually. I forget. What I else? think that was like in the <laughs> 90s or uh, uh, a lot of stuff. It had a Warner Brothers whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the Warner Brothers logo at the beginning was the 70s version. Apparently, this takes place in 1977. I thought it was a little earlier than that, but I don't know. Fucking Chet. Jack, I'm fucking your dad. That's what it was. Jack, I'm fucking your dad. <laughs> what? What? Spits water. And fucking stuff. over, man. That's you got Nixon in the pool. The Chets of the world. And that fucking kid. <laughs> oh, the part where... All right, in one of the bigger action scenes, this is another thing that I didn't... You know, like, where he threw the grenade, and there's a chick going around the car, and then the grenade exploded. I'm like, if that chick was right there, she would have exploded. But they... Yeah. I thought she was going to explode, I'm honest. This place reeks of marijuana. They're smoking it. I can't smell. What? I got hit in the head a while back. <laughs> there was something. I, I did like the tie-up at the very end with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling because both of their names, Crowe and Gosling, are name of birds, and then they do like a little toast, and they're like, to the birds, and they toast themselves. Uh, I thought that was just in reference to when he was staring at those birds at that one. It might have been. But it's also to them. I mean, it were it's double so, entendre. Is that the word I'm looking for? One of, <laughs> one of my favorite lines in this movie, and Justin can relate. I've heard him say this to his uh, Cantonese girl for, or Cantonese wife before. Um, we'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, marriage is buying a house for someone you hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know. What was that one part? It was like. Something, something, and you have no balls or whatever. He's like, marriage? Where they're trying to figure out the, u- yeah, and he's the like, hotel. They get in the elevator. He's like, eunuch. <laughs> That's what it's called when you, don't, when you get your balls cut yeah, off. He goes, eunuch. eunuch. And he goes, Munich's a city, <laughs> city in Germany. <laughs> All right, which one of you cocking balls wants to make $20? That Another. scene was kind of weird to me when they were doing the protest. And, and Russell Crowe's like, well, what about the gas mask? Did that not save you? <laughs> <laughs> Because I like making fun of most protesters just go to things and don't really have a, yeah. a plan agenda. They're like, what are we doing? Like, and oh, when they are questioned, they're like, yeah. because. Because uh, the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like that one. I forgot about that scene, too. Yeah. What? Oh, like, ow. Oh, dead bodies found another quote. I found like. another great quote yeah. with the kid on the bike again. <laughs> no, his name was Sid. Sid Hatrack. Yeah. Nobody's name is Hatrack. <laughs> Whatever. Tried to get a job. I have to show my dick because I got a big dick. <laughs> you guys want to see my dick? No one wants to see your dick, dude. I think so, said that like three times. Russell Crowe's character was well known. I'm trying to remember this because the in the newspaper he was titled the real life tough guy Jackson Healy. I forget exactly how he got his fame with. Wait, what? Sorry, <laughs> Jackson Healy. He was in the newspaper or the tabloids, or whatever. He was. Yeah. Known as a, how did he get his fame? I can't recall that. The uh, from the diner is that what you're talking about? When he stopped the guy with the shotgun in the diner, was that it? Well, that's what they say. But I mean, that's pretty much pulled. That the story is directly out of Pulp Fiction. 
<laughs> oh, is it? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if he was making that up or if that's something that is supposed to was, actually happen due yeah. to his character. Maybe but they're trying to be in the same universe. The it, Tarantino-verse. It like it. All right. Here's that line we were trying to figure out earlier. Hi, I'm Amelia. She's about and gestures to the height. <laughs> yes. Answers to looks up to topless mermaids are swimming by. <laughs> the call of the wild. Just the kidding. I forgot her name. But, you know, if you see you, if you just see and let me know and and tell me my name. <laughs> I want that to be my voice. Man. And then he walks away. One of the I parts where... I just work here. That's why we're asking. <laughs> one of the parts that I felt kind of had a little bit of, like, meaning or so is, like, when Russell Crowe... Okay, first off, he forgets his brass knuckles. He It seems as though he usually carries it in, like, his coat pocket. I used to carry brass knuckles, and they are heavy. They got some yeah. weight to them. Right. It's like, if this is your day-to-day job, and you know you don't have them on, like, you would know. Yeah, it, it you would, would feel sure. It's a different pep to your step or so. When he finally gets there, like, he checks for it, and, like, it kind of showcases that his defenses are down. But then he still kind of dominates and has to <laughs> weaken up to him. But... Yeah. Did you actually witness him getting in the elevator? No, I was told by an old wise Indian. Of course I fucking went. <laughs> I love jokes like that because I feel like that's how I talk to most of you guys. <laughs> yeah. And it hurts. I'm sorry to the birds. Now this movie on a $50 million budget, surprisingly, is, you know, as well known as both these actors are and as good as this movie was, surprisingly only gross 62 62.7 million. Yeah, it wasn't super popular coming out. It's become no. more popular word of mouth. Like, even I was looking at reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Speaking of the Rotten Tomatoes score, critics gave it a 91%, and the viewers gave it a 79. So, pretty close to what we gave it. Right. Um, IMDb gave it a 7.3. Nice. Upon the time of. Right. Yeah. I actually had this as an 8 now that I look at it. <laughs> but so, I, I just rewatched it, so now it's an 8.5. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of the reviews are from recent. I know Netflix pimped this out. That's why I was like, oh, shit, I have this movie. Like, I want to watch it because Netflix is like new to Netflix, you know, top 10 movies in the whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people are liking it. And people are like, hey, have you seen this movie? And I'm like, yeah, so I recommend it. My friend Rob, we did that. He's like, that movie was a riot, dude. I don't know. I yeah. just I felt. Like you said, it only raised that much money, and I was like, I want more eyes on this. You know, that's I feel like that's the point of what we should be doing here with these movie reviews is get more eyes on movies that we like personally, right. not Prey. And uh, <laughs> Prey was awesome. <laughs> Let's see. Did we? It was a BBT the rating of ten <laughs> for the for you and for a summer no, to each their own. And, and I'm glad that you liked it for sure, especially you being. Thank you for caring about a my nerd name. about the what the, what were they called. <laughs> Yaucha? Yaucha, that's right. <laughs> but this is different than Prey. <laughs> this is. This is. It's better. I feel like this isn't one of those. You, you probably have to give it a few watches or so. Like, I don't think it solidifies, like. This movie or Prey? This movie. Okay. Watching it, it is hilarious. Like, right. it is. You do go for a ride. It does kind yeah. of. It holds my attention the entire time. I don't think there's really Prey much. Prey has a 93 and a 73, by the way. The 93 also, was we are in the minority. The 93 was the people who fell asleep in the theater, right? <laughs> and they woke up at the end like, oh, it's cool. It's over. <laughs> Woo. No, just kidding. Go ahead. What, what your point you were making? I forgot. I, I, <laughs> I knew it. I was like, we just derailed Justin. Uh, you said it was funny and multiple watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it held my attention, but I feel like 
it is one of those things that I have to try to remember. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that is an awesome movie. Like, I got, right. I got an 8.5 for this one. And uh, oh, I came back. Okay. <laughs> Can I have the best of the worst this week? Yeah. Well, let's, let's both. I mean, I have one too as well. Mine's really not the the worst. Like, mine's a 2 out of 10. I read a lot of 1 out of 10s that were shitting on it. But this 2 out of 10 review, it just speaks to me. Like, go. it speaks volumes yeah, go to me. Go for it. Go for it. 2 out of 10. Title is, I watched it. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> well. Article says. Halfway. And 3 out of 3 people found this helpful. Keep that in mind. Only 3. Only 3. Article says. Reminds me a bit of a Ford Fairlane. Just a vibe. No spoilers. Had a couple funny bits. That's it. That's it? And I love it. Because a Ford Fairlane was one of my first cars. Oh. And it was the biggest piece of shit I've ever drove so in So that review life. hit, hit yeah. you personal there. So a lot of these reviews are pretty good, though. 8 out of 10, uh, Yeah, out of 10, ton 8 of, out of 10, ton 9 of out of 10, 6 pluses. Here's yeah. my, my favorite, least favorite, was uh, titled, Not Fit for Human Consumption. This is by... <laughs> This is by Jim KU. He gets 20. points just for that. Yeah. So it says, one is higher than I would give it. Why two talented actors would lower themselves to be part of trash like this is beyond me. It probably boils down to the parts they played anything for a buck. If there is any redeeming quality to this picture is that we had the opportunity to walk out and took it. The sad part is that I actually paid to see it. It was humorless. It was vulgar. It was profane. It was poorly acted. It was terrible storyline. Russell Crowe looked like a blimp. I feel sorry for the young actress who had to endure. Wait for this movie. Yeah. And he never lost it, by the way. I feel sorry for the young <laughs> actress who had to endure being a part of this low life movie. I guess that's what floats the in- entertainment today. The thing is, is like he's saying, Archie, Jim can be a girl's name too. It was humorless, vulgar, profane. I find all those to be humorful. Like, I think vulgar humor is yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, that, it could be to a point, but. <laughs> Right. This guy gets points for me just because of the title of his review. He said, a raucous buddy comedy and stuff. Don't say in stuff. (laughs) Don't say in stuff. (laughs) I think he was probably putting that. Oh, yeah, he did that on purpose. (laughs) Faux show. I saw this in theaters. I think if I remember right, I saw it for my birthday. Let me see when this came out. I was also surprised that May twentieth, yeah. So my birthday's the sixteenth. We saw it the weekend after my birthday. It was like a bunch of us went. And I was like, Let's go to go see a movie for John's birthday. There was a stunt that Ryan Gosling did where he gets hit onto the front of the car, mm-hmm. and the way that his ankle landed, mm. it really looked like he broke his ankle. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised he did not suffer an injury for that. I'm like that f- looks bad. I feel like I do that all the time. I like step awkwardly or like my foot fell asleep the other day, and I went to stand and I fell and I heard a pop and I was. For 20 minutes, I laid on the ground because I was scared. I thought I broke something. You didn't even get to able we're, to wipe your butt get, or anything, huh? We're no. getting to that age now where it's like you have Dude. to do a full systems recheck when you fall. Hey, fuckface. Hey, what's finally up? Made fuckface it. is here. He's He is part of this podcast. 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 But yeah, when you when you hit the <laughs> when you hit the ground or do something like you have to do that full body oh, system yeah. recheck to be like like All slowly right, get I up move like my neck, my fingers work, I feeling. I found myself making more and more noises every time I move <laughs> too. Like <laughs> I I I hear you make a lot more noises when I move on top of you too. Oh my, <laughs> you came in at a great time, Mister Lubash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well. It, I mean, there was a porno involved in this movie. <laughs> Real quick, what a, would you guys change? It. We'll start with Justin. I don't know that I would change much. I mean, like, I 
again, for being more of the action guy in, in the room, I enjoyed the amount of action there was. Wasn't enough Asians in it. There probably wasn't. And I, <laughs> okay, I did want to see more of the, the first chick we saw. Yes, Misty Mountains. Misty Mountains. Well, follow her Instagram because she's fucking literally drop dead gorgeous. Like, she is absolutely. What more do you need to see? She's not going to show Bush. I mean, that's fair. She is naked in this movie. I just liked it for the articles. So. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. What about you, Lonnie? What would you change? Anything in this one? You know. I would have taken those couple moments that Ryan Gosling went went a little too far and maybe toned it back a little bit. I think he worked so good on atmosphere and timing that if you would have just toned those couple little elements back where he just pushed it a little too far, I think would have just stepped that up. Probably would have stepped me up to an eight. I thought Russell Crowe was great. I thought the Holly character was great for her age at the time. She does steal scenes for sure. She does steal scenes. But yeah, just take those couple overacted moments from Ryan Gosling out of there. That's all I change. Yeah. There's a lot of like unrealistic things that happen in this movie that is like, what the fuck? Like the shootout right in front of his house and like a little. I know, and like nobody, yeah. That car driving to the house. That reminds me of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, it's the same kind of neighborhood right, right. That, that happens at the Well, that, and granted, that's in the, the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. But that, you know, people get murdered and beat up all the time. And those people are like, fuck that. I ain't going outside. I mean, I would Well, I guess that was in Detroit as well. I'm not so. going outside ever anymore. Shootouts. Interfere in anything. Shootouts <laughs> happen all the time in Detroit. And people are like, fuck that. I'm white. In I'm Chicago. not going outside. There's one happening as we speak. Jeremy, since you haven't seen anything, do you want to lower our score? <laughs> 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 oh, he's not plugged in. He's not plugged in yet. <laughs> what would you guys think about Keith David's character, the black guy? I like when he gets his ass kicked. He's like, I'm going to move to Detroit or whatever. Or no, what did he say? He's, he, I think he just says Michigan or whatever. And then he shows up at the end. I think that was also kind of a random yeah. kind of thing. And also, would that gun fire after being in that hot tub? No, absolutely yes. not. No, it wouldn't. So I don't that think fire it was. pin would be yeah, so fucked was, up. It was a revolver. It was for submerged for like a, a it, solid two minutes. I fired firearms in water. And that's an edited version. I've shot lots of gun. I've shot my love gun in water before, and what it the doesn't fuck work. Did you just say? Still Your not a straight shot. Yeah. Done with this podcast after that comment. Uh, good movie. Good choice. I wanted to hate it, but I couldn't hate it. Awesome. The first five minutes that I saw were great, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I seriously, I, I, I've had no time Welcome to do Jeremy, he's plugged in now yes. You guys didn't know, he just popped up out of nowhere though. His review is pretty much your review Of Prey, it's like <laughs> I got five minutes in and had to stop and go master <laughs> no, I, I started watching it At like midnight Midnight, midnight 30 I did, like When that, I was watching it yesterday, I, I had to stop and do it today I, I fell asleep <laughs> I, I could fall asleep right now, to be honest with you But Same, I've been up since Now I'm looking across at Justin in his short shorts And I'm <laughs> awake <you>. Who wears <laughs> short <laughs> shorts? I wear short shorts Well, now that you're here And we've, we're wrapping up here You can tell us what next movie podcast ah. is Okay I sound really muffled for whatever reason In my Headphones sound fine in mine. It sounds yeah, you weird. sound good in ours. So you sound good in me. Last time, this, this should My be, a, be a surprise to everybody. What I'm gonna pick here? I have. I did watch it. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm I've s- never seen it. Still, so I'm actually kind of excited. I'm still uncertain as to how I feel about it. Oh. We'll see after the second time. But we're going to be watching 2022s. 
the Munsters, Rob Zombie's version. You changed it. Huh. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Huh. I did. Yeah. What did you, what did you think I was going to say? Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias. Oh, yeah, no. Are we not watching? No, we were going to no. watch the Munsters the whole time. I just wanted to fuck with you it's guys. It's the Munsters. Yeah. Well, there, you get your Halloween one a month late. <laughs> Wait, what were... Because I thought you knew it was the Munsters. What no, did you, you say before? No, you told me Steel Magnolias. I say Steel Magnolias like a million times. I don't know spot. if you're ever serious. I honestly think I'm waiting yeah. for Titanic, I too. feel like... They, they're like, what do we watch? What's Jeremy picking? I'm like, oh, Steel Magnolias. <laughs> and John's like, oh, cool. I've never seen it before. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm excited. <laughs> no, let's excited. I feel no, like I'm, I'm looking up shit on Steel Magnolias. I mean, I, I'm guess like, I guess we're going through it. You can't this do this basically with the, my emotions, Jeremy. This you is going to be the Steel. only reason I, thought I it watched was. that movie. Because I was not. We've taken that. our relationship to the next <laughs> level already. Hey, I we just, shared a room together recently. I, I thought oh, we were. We did. Well, let's talk about that on the next You, podcast. me, and Rob Deirdrick. Whoo! <laughs> do was it. that chick there? <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Do it! Do it! Do it, Justin! Do your laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, fuck? she's just really annoying. Just welcome back to ridiculousness. Um. Rob Deirdrick yeah, and I just rub my hands no, her together. Laugh worse, yeah. Her laugh is actually worse than that. <laughs> we call this well, segment doing our time. <laughs> and then the guy that rewinds it and stuff. Black guy? Yeah. Generic I, black you guy can't, number two. You can't say that on television. I've said black guy three times in this podcast. He has. He said <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> Justin has been on that today. The first time he did it, I lost it. <laughs> You can't say that, dude. That's one of the that eight was, words that, that you're not able to say. That was probably the best thing just <laughs> ever done on, this, on the soundboard. He did it on one earlier, too. That was really Silence? Oh, man. Silencio. Shit. Okay. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, we're going to watch The Munsters. If you want to watch that along with us and send us a review, go ahead. But for now, we're going to say goodbye so we can go take a urine break. And uh, welcome Jeremy back. We got to give him his happy birthday golden shower. Yes. We'll do that. I hope you saved up. Golden shower. Tune in next week for our Halloween bracket. Yeah. That'll be Halloween. We're also going to be discussing Watch Mojo's top 20 horror movies of all time and shitting all over it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And we Uh, also are going to congratulate Art the Clown for winning the bracket. For (laughs) third year in a row. I'm going to dive into the world of SCP. If you guys don't know what those are, you're gonna learn. I just cleared two of those up. Did you? Oh, <laughs> oh, not as. Oh, okay. I misunderstood what September? you said. I'm not. I don't have enough clown paint for that. <laughs> anyway, if you are still listening, good for you. Uh, <laughs> for Jeremy, Lonnie, Justin, and myself, go fuck go- yourself. Stay golden, pony boy. See ya next time. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This concludes our broadcast day. 